The fire season is just around the corner, but I think it's kind of already started now. We've got Brett Myers, commander from the CFA, on the phone. Brett, would you say that the fire season has already kicked into gear? Hi, Riley Rose. Well, we're, we're in the very early phase, but you look at the weather today yeah. and the wind that we're going to be uh, expecting tomorrow, that's really going to have a big impact on drying out the grass. Mm-hmm. So I'd say on a scale of 1 to 100, we're at about 40% at the moment for the what we call the curing or the dryness of grass. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, the, the bush area is already dry. So I think you're right where it started. Um, but officially, um, it kicks in for Victoria at one o'clock in the morning on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, we'll bring certain restrictions for what people can and can't do involving fire. Okay. So how can we actually stay safe this fire season, Brett? Yeah, so firstly, with from Monday, um, no longer can people do any burning off um, in the open air without having a permit. Um, there's certain restrictions that people need to um, adhere to when having a campfire. So without going through each one individually, I'd definitely suggest um, if people are wanting to use um, fire or even welding equipment, um, for that matter, then have a look at the CFA website and all of the information about that is there. And people go on holidays a lot, you know, over summer and over Christmas holidays too, Brett, and no fires can be lit, you know, in terms of going camping and stuff, right? Um, So you can still have a campfire unless it is a day of total fire ban. Um, And if that's the case, then definitely not. But um, people can still have one, but there's um, quite a few conditions that need to be adhered to. So just for camping, it needs to be uh, in a properly constructed fireplace or a trench that's 30 centimetres deep. Um, the wind needs to be less than 10 kilometres an hour, needs to be clear around it for three metres. Um, someone needs to be with it at all times, have the capacity to put it out. So um, as long as all those conditions are adhered to, then uh, then it's fine. How important do you think it is having that fire plan in place, um, Brett? You know, even if we think that our location or our house isn't really um, vulnerable to bushfires. Yeah, like you look, Riley Rose, at what's happened up in northern New South and Queensland. A lot of the fires that they've been um, experiencing have been on that urban rural fringe. Um, And that's something that we're not immune to, particularly here in Albury-Wodonga, where a lot of our urban uh, residential areas do interface with, with hills and bush and scrub. So mm-hmm. even though we're living in um, in an urban area, we're not immune from the impact of fire. Yeah, that's so true. And, and that's why it's important to have that fire plan in place, isn't it? That's right. Mm. Uh, absolutely. And making sure, not just having the plan, but um, knowing what your trigger point is to implement that. And, mm. um, you know, is it going to be a, a fire on the horizon? Is it a, If you live in a really risky area, is it um, a certain... Uh, danger index is at a very high yeah so everyone really needs to think about it whether you live in a rural area or an urban area about what you're going to do and and where you're going to go what are you going to do with pets as well is another big factor yes pets of course definitely now brett we can get heaps of information at the cfa website it's all there so definitely direct people to go to there or anyone in new south wales look at the rural fire service website so yeah definitely a, a great source of information good brett myers commander from the cfa thank you for catching up with us and thank you for all your efforts and you know, thank you in advance if there's anything that happens over summer, but I'm sure we'll be in touch again soon. Thanks, Riley Rose. Appreciate it.